If you follow the movement of our army, I believe we could predict what may be happening in the near future. I found out that there's going to be some deployments to South Korea. Then, yesterday, I read that the United States is now sending nuclear-armed submarines to South Korea for the first time in over 40 years. Now, they're saying that this is because of North Korean nuclear threats. I don't believe it. I believe that this is all about Taiwan and China. Also, has AI gotten to the point where we're willing to accept that we may not be able to believe our ears, our eyes? And if so, what's that say about the last three years and what we chose to believe? Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. America Emboldened. Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to a freaky Friday of topics here on America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. As always, please go to www.americaoutloud.com, where you can hear plenty of content from all of my colleagues listen to their shows, their takes, read their stories that they're posting, as well as you can listen to the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, which is available on all of your favorite mobile devices, uh, tablets, wherever you get your type of information. You can just download the America Out Loud Talk Radio app in that store. Also, the shows are followed up and available on all of your favorite podcast networks from here in the United States to nationally. So you can send the shows to friends wherever they may be, including into South Korea. Uh, so let's get straight started today. Uh, I am concerned. I have uh, several people that I know personally that are part of our armed forces. You probably heard me say that we were arming people up in Alaska a while back because I was hearing about people that were going to be deployed to there. Some people got called back. They did not get deployed. Others were sent. And now the biggest news that I have is we're shipping our army as well as some of our uh, special uh, missile forces over to South Korea. And I have this on pretty good intelligence that this is happening right now through the next three months, people getting prepared, ready to go. And I asked a few of my uh, army <laughs> people, I said, you know, could you tell me if what I'm reading with the tea leaves, talking about BRICS, talking about Russia, China, is this all about Taiwan? Uh, am I wrong to think that a war could break out soon? And I was told by every individual. Not only was I not wrong, it's expected at this point. One person even said to me, well, you know, if something happens to me, my wife at least gets $500,000, but I knew this when I signed up for it. Really put things in perspective for me because it's not a war that I personally support. I don't want to see people that I know, people that I love 
die over a war that I do not support right now. It's not even a war that's been declared by Congress, which is by the Constitution, what needs to happen. So couple that with a late Wednesday announcement, which I heard about yesterday from Joe Biden, stating that we're sending our nuclear armed submarines to South Korea. Well, this is raising my concerns. The joint news conference between the White House, uh, Biden and South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol said that this was to deter North Korean aggression, as well as they wanted to port visits of nuclear submarines. Now, there's been announcements in Japan and elsewhere as North Korea has started test firing, where uh, we were concerned here in America that our allies in Japan were under some type of threat as the intercontinental ballistic missiles of North Korea are starting to fly once again. Notice this did not happen under a Trump presidency. Trump actually went, spoke with North Korea and was able to basically say, let's cut that out. Start off a little rocky at the beginning, but it finished well. Under Biden, well, that is all starting to go downhill. Surprising, 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 surprising no one. All right. So North Korea, uh, North Korea recently said that they were going to possibly take offensive action because of the military exercise the United States and South Korea conducted nearby. I just want to put this in perspective once again for everybody. Can you imagine if China and Russia started running some military um the war games in the Gulf of Mexico or off the coast of California in the Pacific ocean. And they had Mexico involved. Uh, Can you imagine how we would feel about that here in the United States? I believe it would make us completely uneasy. Uh, So uh, Biden said a nuclear attack by North Korea against the United States or its allies or partners is unacceptable and result in the end of whatever regime were to take such action. It's about strengthening deterrence in response to the DPRK's escalatory behavior. Wow. Um, So the WHO has been updating what people should have and stable iodine continues to be at the top of that list to reduce thyroid exposure for radioactive iodine, as well as chelating agents to remove radionuclides from the body, cytokines to reduce bone marrow damage, and medicines to treat vomiting diarrhea infections. Matter of fact, you may remember I had a show probably back in September where I said the Biden administration was purchasing a medicine that could possibly kill people, but it was just for this type of purpose. Uh, Back in October, during that same time, Biden told the world that we were at the prospect of Armageddon because, you know, nothing like fear-mongering from your president than to tell everybody, we're close to Armageddon, everybody. And he said it was because of the saber-rattling of nuclear talk with Russia and North Korea, and he felt that there was a direct threat that there could be a nuclear weapon if, in fact, things continued down the path that they were going. Well, I don't think the path has necessarily changed. It seems like we're still in the same exact spot. So are you comfortable having troops and soldiers uh, going over the South Korea, which is not that far away from Taiwan, as well as China? Because if you're looking at Taiwan and what's going on with China and the Chinese relations at the present moment, war could break out there at any time as well. Uh, What I think is uh, interesting about all of this 
is while the Chinese and uh, Taiwanese individuals uh, go back and forth, China is in uh, complete talks with other countries right now to join into BRICS. I'm curious what type of an alliance they would have should the United States back Taiwan and China be at war. I do know that one thing that uh, the economics, uh, the economists that do this work would agree upon is if China goes into Taiwan, the entire world's economy is going to completely, completely tank. I mean, you're talking about something that we have not seen since the Great Depression. And that's why I keep telling everybody, I think that we're getting close. It's very possible we could find ourselves in another Great Depression. In fact, it was almost uh, comical that on this freaky Friday, we found out that the gross domestic uh, <laughs> products, they are still cooling off. And yet, pal and all the cronies on the Federal Reserve, they're refusing to say that a recession is here. We keep hearing over and over again from Bank of America, from Discover, from uh, JP Morgan, from uh, economists all over saying a recession's coming, recession's coming. And now we're actually seeing the signs of the recession and the Fed refuses to call it that. They don't want to say that it's in recession, despite the fact this is the most forecasted recession of the history of all recessions. It would surprise nobody. In fact, I would say we're already in a recession, just people don't want to use the words for fear of what it could trigger throughout the markets. If you look at the world right now, everybody's facing record inflation. Everybody's facing recession type of uh, uh, <laughs> cost of the labor versus the cost of goods. If you remember, all this started under Donald Trump because of the pandemic. We decided that we were just going to pump between Donald Trump over the course of his year and then Joe Biden over the course of the next year over $5 trillion into our economy. You can't put $5 trillion into an economy and not expect for the economy to hold. You can't go the war in Taiwan against China, who we rely on for almost all of our trade. Have you gone to a store and tried to find a product that wasn't made in China? Well, you can't expect that it's not going to tank a global economy. This is a recipe for complete disaster. And I'd like to think that that was the only news that I had regarding the Freaky Friday economy, but it's not. <laughs> The, the best part is there was uh, our federal uh, chairman, Jerome Powell, who got caught on a prank call with two Russians that were pretending to be President Zelensky of the Ukraine, where they talked about things such as inflation. They talked about the Russian central bank. They talked about uh, having a printing press in the basement and possibly set up a Federal Reserve Bank in Kiev. Powell had no idea what he was doing, obviously, because he took this Zoom call or whatever type of service they were using, and he made comments like, the market is already pricing in two more quarter percentage point rate hikes. We'll look around after we make those two, and we'll say, should we do more? And then the question will be, how long do we keep the rates at this level? I think we'll keep them there for quite some time. This is despite the fact that the Federal Reserve is telling Americans that you know, we're not sure we need to hike things too much. We're not sure. Well, guess what? In retrospect of seeing this footage, Pal 
was completely caught telling everybody the master plan. And that means we're stuck here. The fact that he says to them, we're going to be here for quite some time, tells me that things are not getting better anytime soon. Don't take my words for it then. Take Pal's words for it because, like I said, he got caught completely with his pants down on this. He did say what we need is a period of slower growth so the economy can cool off, so the labor market can cool off, so the wages can cool, cool off. That's how inflation comes down. That's the only way we know how to bring inflation down, which basically what he's saying is if those things don't work, we don't know what the hell we're supposed to do. He repeats, it can be painful, but we don't know any of any painless way for inflation to come back down. This is uh, extremely concerning to me that somebody like the Federal Reserve Chair, uh, Powell, could be tricked into thinking they're going on to a podcast or some type of recording with Zelensky. Meanwhile, Zelensky's not even on the call. Uh, how did he get tricked so easily? Was it AI? Were they using some type of uh, unexpected uh technology in order to fool people and furthermore you know on my show the other day i said you know we have music now being played where the musicians sound just like the musicians in real life are you able to tell when something is fake we have people that can't even tell when we have fake news in front of them we have people that call conspiracy theories that because they hear a different story from the news media that they trust. Meanwhile, the conspiracy theorists are turning out to be right over and over again. So we're going to cover that in the second half of the show and talk about, could you identify something that's not real? All right, everybody, make sure you go to our sponsors on America Out Loud. Personally, use the Genesis HOCL Fogger. They have the atomizers. You can plug it in, set it, forget it. It's a great product. It's healthy for the entire family. You can even have it around your pets. Helps clear the home and the room that you're in of mold. Helps clear it of bacteria such as viruses. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. You can go to genesisfogger.com backslash out loud and get a discount on one right now. You're listening to America Bolden with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. We'll be right back, folks. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com seven amazing years we know that if america fails the world will fail it is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty
America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Welcome back, Bold Americans. Freaky Friday continues here. I just got to tell you this headline because it cracked me up. Because Nikki Haley said something that's likely on everybody's mind, but it's taboo to say. Uh, Nikki Haley uh, recently attacked Joe Biden over his age. It's about time somebody points out some common sense. Basically, she said that if Biden were to run again, the odds are he's not going to survive his second term and he will likely die within five years, which means you're voting for Kamala Harris to be president. So if Joe Biden wins re-election, congratulations to President Harris, because the idea that he would make it to 86 years old is not something that I think is likely, Haley said at the age of 51 in an interview recently with Fox News. I find this uh, interesting because we're going to hear people talk about ageism, I believe, in this next election. They're going to attack Donald Trump and Joe Biden because why? They're old. It's it's okay to say that. Nancy Pelosi, she's old. I'm pretty sure pretty soon we can use her for fossil fuel. I'm pretty sure that Mitch McConnell will be fossil fuel as well. You know, maybe that's why they want to get rid of fossil fuels. They don't like the idea of us getting 35 miles per gallon off their bodies. But I mean, it's possible they're not going to be around much longer. I mean, poor Jerry Sprinter yesterday, he passed away. I mean, look at the great contributions that he made to society. Actually, in all seriousness, he was a great mayor. He had an awesome awesome sense of humor, uh, but he did bring us the filth known as the Jerry Sprinter show, which may or may not have caused uh, me to be entertained occasionally by that same filth. That's okay. Jerry wasn't a horrible guy, uh, but I'm just pointing out here, as you get old, the risk of death, unfortunately, increases as well. And once you get over the age of 76, I believe it is, the age increases exponentially that you're not going to make it to the next year. So it doesn't matter that Joe Biden is running in his jog suit. It doesn't matter that he's riding a bicycle through Cape Henlopen in Delaware and then falling off his bicycle and one fell off and bumped his head. Nope, that curious little monkey probably will not make it until the age of 86. So she is absolutely correct. And I'm glad that somebody has the guts to take on the ageism and point this out on this nice freaky Friday for everybody. I also find it interesting that when Joe Biden made his announcement, he went after MAGA Republicans. (laughs) Donald Trump lives completely rent-free in Joe Biden's head. I'm pretty sure every once in a while in the middle of the night, he wakes up and he's like, Jill, Jill, uh, I go get me some ice cream. And Jill's like, ice cream? What type of ice cream do you want? Ah, orange man, orange man ice cream. You want orange sherbet? Orange man, Trump. Trump's bad. Trump's bad, I tell you. Go get the ice cream. Go get it. Donald Trump. Donald Trump, bring me ice cream. That's what Joe Biden's probably whispering in his nightmare or something like that. I don't know. I'm just I'm just going with it right now. Anyway, Nikki Haley, thank you. I mean, I guess you'll be the only person at the debate, possibly. Maybe Donald Trump will show up during those primaries. Maybe he will not. But the fact of the matter is we need to have the debates so that way we can see how ridiculous it is that Donald Trump and Joe Biden don't feel that they need to debate anybody. 
right? Like you deserve better America. You deserve better than that. Oh, and also this whole DeSantis thing on Freaky Friday. Let's just call uh, the BS out for what it is. All right. You can feel however you want to feel about Walt Disney World or being woke or whatever it may be. But can I have some common sense conservatives listen to my voice for just a quick moment? Because I know that DeSantis is very popular amongst people that don't want to vote for Trump. I think the Sanus is a disaster and extremely scary as a prospect, and you'll have to convince me otherwise, and here's why. The Sanus is literally weaponizing his position in Florida to go after a private company. A private company that was set up extremely well in Florida, making billions of dollars. That's not an exaggeration. Billions of dollars for Floridians in order to live in that state and be successful. I'm pretty sure the Orlando airport is successful with most of their traffic of people going to Walt Disney World. And this guy has become such a uh, authoritarian, fascist even. I'm using that word on purpose because I know it upsets people. But the Sanus, for those people that think like, you know, oh, the Sanus is a better choice than Trump. No. The Sanus is showing that he would be about a thousand times worse than Donald Trump as far as an authoritarian, as well as if you're looking for somebody who's conservative, he's a fake conservative because a true conservative would respect the free market of capitalism, respect the privatization of business and say, thank you for the trickle down back to my economy, which is not what is happening right now. And many people are starting to wonder, you know, uh, Donald Trump just think he's definitely got the nomination. Uh, will other people start to jump in? Does the Santos, is he going to start fighting back? He's not even running right now. And Trump is putting campaign ads attacking the Santos. He's almost like, you know, stay in the cage, Ron, stay in the cage. Don't come out. Don't come out. It won't be good for you. But Ron, meanwhile, is, uh, you know, just stand up there smiling you know, using his hands just like Trump does. Have you ever noticed that too? He talks just like Trump with his hands. Ron DeSantis does. Uh, some good. We try to do this and we bring lots of great things to Florida. Well, you can't see. I got my two fingers together and I'm like moving my hands around as I'm doing my podcast. Anyway, you get the idea with what I'm saying. Um, and then another headline before I get into AI and figuring out what is real. Um, I just wanted to point out too, that there's a story right now that as a high school teacher, I find this a story that I should at least say out loud, uh, right now, according to, uh, CDC data, one in four high school students say that they're gay, bisexual, or questioning their sexuality. That's doubled from the numbers in 2015. <laughs> Look, people go through phases in their life. Like, I think I told you on my show, I went through like a uh, straight edge slash punk rock phase when I was in high school. I didn't drink alcohol. You know, I didn't have premarital sex. I put the little straight edge on my, my hand and I went out and did punk rock, right? That's where I was. It was a fad. I'm wondering if all of these identity politics and all this stuff that we're doing, I mean, are, are there really that many more gay people all of a sudden? Or is it the fact that the left is obsessed with telling everybody it's okay to be gay? It's okay to be gay. Are you gay? Are you gay? I mean, I'm just going to start walking around and just asking people, hey, are you heterosexual? Congratulations on your heterosexuality. Are you heterosexual? That's great. Excellent. Like, I just, 
<laughs> don't get the insanity in this country with this. It doesn't exist elsewhere in the world. I need to talk to somebody about this. I really do. I need a professional. If you're listening and this is your area of expertise, come on, teach me. I am an open pupil. I have an open mind. Don't even have to do a show with me. Just have a conversation with me off the show so I can better represent this because I find these headlines and these numbers to be shocking as well as something that I want to learn a little bit more about before I go into a completely ignorant place with my take on it. So please help me out with that. Uh, so somebody from the LGBTQ plus community, reach out to me, Greg at americaembolden.com or follow me on Twitter at real Greg Bolden. Let's have a conversation. Let's figure this out. All right, so let's get straight into what I wanted to talk about here to wrap up the second half of the show on Freaky Friday. Will you recognize something that's fake in front of you? I don't believe you will. And the reason I don't think you will is I think that COVID was a great test. You know, I have the evidence in front of me from other labs showing me that the vaccine was causing damage to people. And yet I had on my own show a good friend yelling, it's safe and effective. And I'm going, it's not safe and effective for everybody. Well, it's safe and effective for almost all these. These are anomalies, but it's still not safe and effective for everybody. And they're not as many as anomalies as you think. There's actually much more plentiful of the anomalies, which actually makes it very common. If it had happened in any other type of vaccine, they would have pulled the damn product from the market. But because it's COVID, it was untouchable. And Fauci and the CDC and the WHO and all these conspired the exact same thing. No, it's not a conspiracy theory. There's actually the documents now to prove it. But the fact is people said, oh, that's fake news. That's not real. That's not true. So how the hell are you going to tell when Putin says, you know, I'm declaring war in the future, that it's actually Putin in front of you? Because the technology now to do deep fakes has gotten so convincing that we have music that I played for you earlier this week that sounds just like the artist that records all their songs. The videos, there's videos of Keanu Reeves doing things and it looks just like Keanu Reeves that I almost was like, is this Keanu Reeves trolling everybody on Instagram? Is he on Instagram posting these things like, haha, they think it's AI, but it's actually me. And look at the fun things I get to do. And at this point in time, you saw the photographs of Donald Trump being arrested in New York City or the Pope wearing the Balenciaga jacket, right? All of these things are fake. They're fake AI. And the craziest part is any of us can create this stuff. I saw an image of Washington, D.C. under construction that was a fake image. And people are like, I'm going to be there tomorrow. I'm going to take an image of this. I can't wait to see exactly what this is. You're being completely duped on all of this. So as we look at AI, you know, we're going to have to have some conversation about at what point are you not going to be able to trust your television set? You're not going to be able to trust your phone. You're not going to be able to trust your tablet because you're going to have misinformation all around you in order to cater to your emotions, your feelings goes back to Apple yesterday and what they want. We need laws, we need regulations, and we need media literacy immediately. Now, I was approached for my class to do immediate literacy on fake news and to create a curriculum. And I started having that conversation, but they didn't like the fact that I wanted to talk about how, well, you got to talk about bias and the bias that's in media before you can get straight to fake news. They've got to acknowledge that. They didn't like the fact that I wanted to have this conversation. When I say they, I mean people that were advising me, not the people I work for. 
they felt that at some point in time, you just have to say Reuters is trustworthy. NPR is trustworthy. Associated Press is trustworthy. And I said, at some point in time, you got to look at government influence. You got to look at advertisers. You got to look at all this and then bring it all together. But I think we're so far beyond that now. Now we're looking at the fact that you could show a building that's been blown up that wasn't actually blown up to people and they're going to believe that something happened there. You can show the assassination of somebody. People believe somebody was actually assassinated. They actually weren't assassinated. You can show that somebody's alive and well and they're actually not alive and well. You can call your loved ones and mimic voices if you have just 15 seconds of their voice to put out there. So me as a podcaster, I was saying, I'm taking a great risk, I believe, at this point in time, because the content that I put out there is now compromising my identity for my loved ones. I now I'm going to create safe words, I guess, for, you know, my family to make sure if they hear my voice, that if they doubt what's going on, they'd be like, hey, say the safe word. And I'll be like, okay, onomatopoeia. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I, I don't even know why onomatopoeia just came up. I just like the word onomatopoeia. I haven't said onomatopoeia in a long time. And so that was really great. Um, I have a friend that I went to college with. Trish is an awesome, awesome person. Um, She is uh, one of the lead video game people as far as reporting on it. And she was one of the people that first made me aware, uh, well, not me personally, but like she posted about it, that people do pornography and stuff using the images to try the deep fake and put people over top of pornographic images. So now we have pornography deep fakes. We have election deep fakes. We got state election deep fakes. We got deep fakes in the music industry. We don't even know what the hell copyright is. Like, do I have copyright to my voice because I was born with this voice or can somebody steal my voice? I just want to make it known public record today, April 28th, 2023, that I, Greg Bolden, do not consent to anyone using my voice in an artificial intelligence way, in any way cutting it up, that I own copyright and you will owe me five million dollars every single time that you use my voice and i will sue you to make sure that that happens eventually we're going to have to be extremely skeptical and we're going to have to fact check every single thing and then where do you go with the fact check oh my god are you going to go the chat gpt for your fact checks because if that's where you're going for your fact checks oh my, we may have another problem because now you're using AI to confirm AI. And AI wouldn't lie, would it? (laughs) That's right. It's getting freaky around here. And that's why I called this episode Freaky Friday. We're not going to know what's going on. So sleep well throughout the weekend thinking about this stuff. I'll be back next week with plenty of other good content. I got a couple interviews coming up, which it's been a while since I've done interview shows. I'm excited to hear from some individuals. I don't want to announce their names until they're recorded and they happen. One's a big name, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll get them on next week and it will be a fun time. I hope I've honored your time. Well, not just today, but the entire week. I appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to these shows. I put a lot of effort into them hopefully it shows and hopefully you're enjoying them feel free to share them with a friend with a family member with the priest that you love or the dog that you know just likes to sit in the house and listen to stuff you know i hear that i'm pretty good with dogs so fido good job boy good job fido mom and dad will be home soon there that was just for your dog i mean look how loving i am here all right everybody i gotta take off i'm getting goofy it's friday it's a fun day we're all going to enjoy the weekend i want everybody to get rest relaxation hug somebody that you haven't hugged in a while tell somebody that you love them that you haven't told that you love in a while and i'll be back on monday you've all been listening to america emboldened with greg bolden on the america out loud network 
Be bold, America.